All right, starting theme song. Theme song. <laughs> Three, two, one. And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. This is episode, uh, let's call it 110.3, <laughs> I guess. Uh, if, you, if you don't know what this is, this mere podcast for the website, cplskyway.com. I can just set it to website. Go there. So usually, here's a special thing. Usually, I do an interview and, hold on, I'm chewing gum. This is very refreshing. I'll throw this out. It's right here on the side of my desk. Uh, I'm just like I'm back in school. So usually, I do an interview and I write a, a profile Put it on the website. Yeah, bada bing, bada boom. There, there it is. Uh, but in uh, recent times, <laughs> I somehow, even during a pandemic, my job has gotten, my professional job, that the one that pays me money, has gotten to be just a little bit more uh, taxing. So I have not had a chance to do a profile like I wanted to do for this most recent interview. So here I am, about two weeks after this thing has happened, <laughs> two weeks after the project has released, uh, that I need to do this interview. Now, well, it needs to come out. So I'm just putting it out in podcast form. Here we are. So this is Kyle Kinane. I interviewed Kyle Kinane, very funny guy, uh, talking about uh, his latest album, Trampoline in a Ditch. And it's come out. It is a what I would call a feature length album. And it is truly just some of the best hits. I think it's his best work uh, that he's done in the past uh, couple of years. This is his fifth album overall. I think it's a very good one. As I have been saying before, uh, Kyle is a, is a great guy. I was very excited to talk to him. Now here's an interesting fact. You'll hear the story of how later, but uh, within this interview, because I, I do I do ask him about it, uh, but Kyle is the reason why Seaplus uh, Comedy does not do news anymore, and why I took a hard focus on just doing interviews and doing uh, news themed videos. Instead, this website used to be kind of a uh, uh, a ripoff of the AV Club. And, uh, and the onion, they started out as a, as an AV club onion, uh, type thing, but just for entertainment news. Uh, but now it's, <laughs> I don't do news with the exception of news time, which is, if you haven't seen it, premiere show for uh, dot com on youtube.com slash C plus comedy and, uh, 310 episodes of that right now. And, um, but it used to be the kind of snarky thing. And then, uh, well, you hear, you'll hear the story of why, I, of why I had to stop. So anyway, I've been talking for way too long. I've got the Marin out of me. Go ahead, check out. That seemed unnecessary. Go ahead, check out this interview with Kyle Kinane, which, by the way, I went to go edit prior to sitting down to end, uh, and recording this intro. And lo and behold, past Chad, Chad, who recorded this interview a couple weeks ago, had already edited it. Did it. He already edited everything else in this. It's amazing. All right, check it out. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Here we go. Hey, Kyle. 
Chad, what's happening? Nothing much. I am. Uh, I actually, I just finished your uh, your album. Oh, right on. That's <clears throat> yeah, a long one. Yeah, it was. It was a a very. It was good. It, it felt like there was uh, no lag throughout the entire show. It felt like you were just hitting uh, home runs after home runs. Uh, well, thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's from a bunch of it's from like five shows. I didn't just sit there for like a, an hour and forty five minutes on one show. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. the uh, The last four tracks are basically their own albums. Uh, if if you ever had to re- release something extra like that, so uh, you really did put in exemplary work here. Oh well, thanks, man. I, I, I was recording over a weekend in Wisconsin, and then because I knew I had five, I thought it was five or six shows where. I was like, all right, well, the equipment's set up, so let me throw another story on each night that I haven't been able to get on tape anywhere, just to have. And then at the end, I was like, let's just put it all out. Who cares? Here, here you go. There's no, there's no physical album to worry about. You know, I was like, hey, have, have 100 minutes of comedy, everybody. Had you ever uh, told any of those stories before? Because they, they all felt like, uh, especially that half hour, the one that was like 26 minutes long, it felt like a succinct story, but it still felt loose enough for it to be, you know, be told on panel uh, if you ever, you know, if we ever uh, did late night again uh, and, and things of that nature. It, they were all kind of stories that had been floating around the set for, for a while that just never made it on the previous specials because of time or what have you. So yeah, I'd been telling them on and off. Some of them I hadn't told for a while, but I'm like, well, let me get this out now while the, you know, get the equipment going. But, uh, yeah, so they, they, they've been around, and people may have heard them years in the past. It was like, hey, here's, here's all of it. There's a... Uh, Real information dump. <laughs> there's a, uh, there was a strange dichotomy. You're, you told a bunch of jokes about... Um... Uh, uh, getting sober, like not you getting sober, but you know, just the 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 concept of it. And then there's that one story in Canada where you just got beer drunk over the course of three hours. It felt like you were you hit all sides, uh, and that's and that's kind of what your what your, what your jokes do. You your stand up is able to uh, to really cover uh, pretty much the entire field when it comes to to that. Well, I, I mean, I don't want to just be two dimensional. I don't want to just be a, a character, caricature, rather. You know, like, oh, boozy cow, he fell asleep in pizza pie. You know, like, that's fun for a little bit, but I don't want to be that. I know I'm not that, and I don't want to be that, and I don't think, I, I like it when comedy really reflects someone's actual life and not just this sliver that they're going to show you, you know? Do, and so it's uh, it's important for you to, be honest on stage because everything you said in this album uh, in particular just felt believable. Like sometimes you hear a story from a comedian and it just doesn't seem, it seems off like, like as if they are embellishing it, but this, the stuff you, you told on this album seemed like you really went through it and you really had to mine the comedy from it. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, the details are always going to get a little colorful with the retelling, but you can, I mean, you can tell when a story didn't happen to somebody. Yeah. I, well, at least, at least I, I think, I think I can. You can tell when a story, or at least maybe the lesson is if you are going to lie about a story, add specific details that would only, you know, 
Oh, then his red car went by. Why would he make up shit about a red car? See, that's how you get him. That's how you lie. Uh, did you 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 realize this uh, this this there there are a couple of jokes in here that are so timely and so specific that they work you know five years ago or maybe even five uh, years into the future like the uh, you recognizing your white privilege and uh, being able to believe in jokes uh, ghosts but then uh, meeting a black guy who believes in aliens is just uh, he's taking on a lot right now like that's uh... <laughs> yeah man. Well, and I recorded this last March too so it was before all this shit was going down so I was like well sadly a lot of these things I, I would I would be so great if they were dated I don't give a shit about the longevity of jokes I would like society to move forward but yeah, that's not happening so here's some jokes uh, yeah and this is um this is your fifth album since 2010 I mean it's like you that you're you're able to uh to pump this stuff out how do what's your process like for uh for writing jokes i mean there's no it's i you know if i'm i tour for a living so if i'm coming back to a city i want to have a new hour for that city and if it's on a year year and a half schedule i better make sure that you know these clubs and these places i'm going back to within a year year and a half I have a new hour of material. I can't expect to charge people money to see the same thing. So it's um, some of its writing process is just quality control in some sense. I'm like, all right. And also repetition. If I'm touring a lot, then I get to constantly evolve material. It's not once something's recorded, it's off the table for the most part. There's a little overlap when an album comes out and you're still on the road and a couple bits are still lingering. But uh, yeah, there's I don't I can't sit down and write jokes, you know I, I I don't have that. I know some guys keep office hours. It's like oh, I'm gonna write from like twelve to four, and I'm amazed if that people that can do that. I have to, I'm more like all right, I'm gonna go out and do some stuff in the world, and then see if uh, some story happens while I'm doing it, or just you know take some notes from an experience and see if it turns into a story later on. But that that that's the process is just. Uh, I don't know, without sounding too pompous, just filtering everything that happens in life and seeing if it turns into comedy. <laughs> yeah, if uh if somebody if somebody was just like passing by you and, and heard that last part, they'd they'd go, Oh, that guy's a real asshole just <laughs> because of uh... Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, what are gonna do something like, Oh, comedy comedy's the spirit, I'm merely the instrument, Chad. Really that's uh God, I hope you put that in asterisks or something to make indicate it was sarcastic uh well so you you talked about uh touring what's it what what's it been like are, are you doing online uh comedy clubs right now or are you performing during the quarantine at all so i i did a couple of spots uh i didn't i hope i'm not shooting myself in the foot by not being too participatory i knew with the album coming out I'm like all right well i will have something coming out to during all this there's always that worry of relevance and are people going to remember are people going to even want comedy up this is all over. Or are they just going to be, you know, digging holes for wells for fresh water? <laughs> you know, what's, what's the result? What's the long term result of all this? But, uh, the online stuff, I've watched a couple just in and had fun and then did a couple, but I haven't, uh, felt any kind of urgency to like do them does that make sense i just 
I'll do well, here or there. I'll do something, but I've had more fun doing podcasts and and kicking it with other comedians rather than um, trying to do material online. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I don't think you have to. I don't think the it's necessary to do one of the online clubs because uh, and you know, and even even releasing something right now because uh, this is already on track to come out. Hannibal released his uh, hour last week, and that was and it it's, it did really well, even though it's a video uh, show compared to an yeah. album. But I mean, you can still do both. You can still enjoy both at home. Like I just I sat in my office and I, I listened to your album. Um, so, but yeah, but podcasting, I think that's that should you know, especially for comedians, should skyrocket. Are you or you have a, you have a show right? Uh, I believe the uh, one with you. I saw a picture of like um, you and some a, a wig or something like that. Oh, no, yeah, I've got a couple of shows. I've got the Boogie Monster with Dave Stone, and that's been going on. I think we're on, like, all five years now of doing that. And then Hey Girl is the one I do with Matt Bronger on Friday night. And we started that throughout all this as a way to just kind of try and be a a non, uh, non-bitching non source of entertainment of, like, man, this COVID's got everybody. Here's COVID jokes. Like, let's try and make it the opposite of COVID. Like, all right, we're just checking in. We've been buddies forever. And uh, we'll just check in with each other once a week and kind of have a guest on and hang out. So that's, that's been the purpose of that one. But, yeah, I just, you know, to do an online show and it's all COVID material and everybody's doing COVID jokes and it's kind of, I, 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 I just don't, uh, I'm not drawn to it yet. I feel like it's it's great workout ground and everything for for now and people that need a fix, especially if you're stuck at home and you're by yourself or you've been isolating. It's a great way to connect. I'm uh, an introvert by nature, so once I'm not forced to interact with people, I'm fine with it. I've been quite okay the past four months. Uh, I also saw that you were raising money for clubs. Uh, is that is that what you're doing uh, during the? Oh, uh, there was a, the online petition. I think is in. It was a uh, National Independent Venue Association, and that one was. It's just I, I think the last push of a petition over to Congress went in, and they're just an organization that's. I mean, they're trying to get some more music venues there, but even just individual comedy clubs. It's, I, I don't have to, you know, say the, the financial impact that this is having on people. But, uh, you know, my places of employment are nightclubs and music venues. And so there's no fallback for this. It's not like they just have, a, a you know, a kitchen they can open up and make some money. So it's, I'm worried about the places that I like to play, like historic venues, too, you know, not just fly-by-night spots, but, like, music venues that have been around, sadly. You know, all the allowances that everybody else is getting, even if you've got a generous landlord or a boss that's, like, helping out or furloughing somebody so they can get unemployment or what have you, uh, banks aren't cutting anybody any breaks. You know, the banks that we all bailed out, they're not helping anybody. So uh, I guess we got to go, and this whole nation is supported by GoFundMe's at this point. That, that's your excellent economy out there, is that uh, everything in this country is supported by a GoFundMe that's put on by somebody else that's broke. Yeah, I I don't know I don't know what happens. Like I'm trying to avoid asking uh, comedians the question, uh, where does comedy go after uh, the quarantine? But 
I, I wonder how the the good clubs, like the good comedy clubs, how they bounce back. You know, if if they can only get half capacity or a quarter capacity uh, for for their audiences. I don't know. It'd be great if landlords only took half the rent and the banks only charged half the loans. But I don't see that happening. I don't know if you do, but I don't see that. No. Banks don't lose money. Banks don't lose money. Casinos don't lose money. All of our all of our money is in a casino. It's in a government run casino. Well, you know what we should do? So, we should there should be a a, a comedy club that's a bank. A, a bank that's also a comedy club. And the, oh yeah, because you know th- those those institutions will go great today. <laughs> um, and also, you know, especially you know, like what a what a trust. I don't know if you met some club owners. I'm not saying all of them. There's great clubs out there, but some club owners, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't put them in charge of ten dollars to go get me McDonald's, let alone. <laughs> Although a lot of those, I do think, sell by the wayside. I think some places with scummy big business practices did get outed. Which is good. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't know where it's going to go. I'm, uh, you know, I, I think punk rock DIY is going to be a way, a way to make it survive. You know, music in the you know late '80s and '90s, where it's like, oh, venues don't want us and this and that. That's fine. We'll rent out whatever hall we can and put it on ourselves. And I think that's, that, I mean, that's how Goodman Comedy's doing that now also. There's a lot of venues that are like it as well, but, you know, you rent out a VFW hall or just do whatever, rent, rent it out, charge a few bucks, here's, here's our show. Yeah. So the show, the show is movable. The venue, the venue can be whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. That's how, uh, I guess that's how they kind of exploded onto the scene, you know, 20 years ago. That's how UCB started and mm-hmm. uh, IO and the rest of them, but. But yeah, this could definitely be a kind of a new renaissance age for uh, comedy clubs. Yeah, I mean, I'm, there's a lot of clubs I don't want to see go, for sure. Um, but then, like I said, there are some that are like, oh, you were kind of crummy as it was, and you're not going to survive this? Well, no, my heart's not breaking. My heart's not breaking for any club that was ripping off their employees and ripping off the comics. So. But like I said, a lot of those were kind of on their last legs anyway because word got out because now people could, you know, this whole, like, share share what you make, share, you know, talk about bad business practices. These people aren't preying on, you know, you comments. Now, uh, I mean, DIY, I think that's, if there, if there is a way to survive, it's going to be comics and producer, producers acting independently. And, I mean, of course, this is, not a non-COVID scenario. Still limited capacity. COVID shit. I, I don't know, man. I have not been in a like a half capacity club yet. I was almost going to go this weekend. I still was like, man, I don't know about indoor spaces yet. Yeah. So. Now, uh, now, Kyle, you. Uh, this is this. Yeah. You won't remember this. You won't remember this. This, this happened years ago. Uh, you single-handedly oh changed the trajectory <laughs> of, of, of this website. You changed the entire trajectory of this website. Um, I? <laughs> I don't like stories that start like, you won't remember this, but a few <laughs> years ago, like, oh, no. No, no, it's not, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's, um, so, <laughs> okay, <good. laughs> uh, so, so, this, this, so I used to, ju- I used to do uh, news along with the interviews and like some other video stuff, but, uh, mm-hmm. and, and the news was kind of like, um, 
like snarky, like the AV Club. You know, it's kind of like one of those snarky asshole websites. And uh, okay. I put up a, one uh, like you were you were touring, and I put up uh, one of your dates, and uh, and I and I wrote something like like really sarcastic, like uh, you know Kyle Kinane is uh, one of those touring comedians who's uh, guess what touring again. And then you uh, you tweeted uh, back this kind of a it's kind of a snarky way to 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 say that, but yes, I am touring, and I felt so bad that I stopped doing news on the website, and it was for the better because <laughs> this because <laughs> now because now I don't I don't have an excuse I don't have to you know write like you know two hundred words a day and uh, thank you I just want to say thank you for doing that for me. Oh, you know what? I think I do remember that because I I try not to buck up against stuff too much, but I think I remember something coming in that was just like comedian tour. Kyle's a comedian, so he's touring. I'm like, all right, man, why don't you go fuck yourself then, buddy? I mean, I guess this is publicity, but it really sounds like you don't like me and you're reluctantly telling people about the tour. <laughs> like, you know what? I stand by what I did back then, Chad. I'll be honest with you. I stand by it, not embarrassed of it. <laughs> All right, good, good. Because I, I think about it, I think about it like, like so many times a year that I go, I go, yeah, I felt, I like, I felt so bad for writing that because, uh, like, it's you and and I and I did that to um, Diedrich Bader for uh, uh, that uh, the show American Housewife on ABC. Like both of you within like the same time span said something to me on Twitter, and I was just like, yeah, why am I doing this? I'm not having fun. <laughs> more a reflection of you not happy with your job but it had anything to do with me but i was like <laughs> and you know I, yeah okay and, and as far as like listen like that's my nightly my nightly penance is laying awake thinking about things i've said and done in my past and going like yep that's, that's who you were that's that's a character tell when you were a bad person at the time but i'm not saying that about you everybody said something frustrated and the beauty of the internet is that Oh shit! That got back to somebody, and it's happened to me too, man. So I'm, I, I don't, I, 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 no, no, uh, no harm, no foul, channel to that. I, I'm so glad I finally got to got to get that off my chest because uh, that was uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was just sitting there. Um, well, you know what, Kyle? Thank you so much for talking to me. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I, I appreciate it, and uh, I really enjoyed the album. Uh, seriously, one of the one of the funniest Thanks, things man. of all year. Oh, dude, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, like, I think I got a plug. There's a plug. There's like an animated short coming out with it, too. Okay. Uh, just so there's a visual component that's coming this week. I don't know where you want to fit that in there. I just thought I might go with points. I need to mention it. Uh, but yeah, coming in, Meester was the animation house, and they did this. I just wanted to do like um, an adult swim type of liquid, or not, not, not an adult swim, but more like a liquid television type thing where I just I can't wait till that comes out. I can't wait to, to check it out. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for doing the piece. Uh, hey, we're all wait, we're all forgiven here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I, that was truly a weight off my chest, a weight off my shoulders. <laughs> hey, I'm glad. I'm glad I could help you do trying guys chat. Uh, all right, no sweat, buddy, man. Thanks, thanks for doing it, dude. No worries. You have a good week. You too, man. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.